200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I am Ed Wiley. Hey, welcome back. This is Jim Dudley. Jim, in mid-July, um, there was a weekend in which um, there were three headlines within, I think, two days, three days, of you know local newspapers, local television stations doing stories on uh, officers who had saved the life of an either an infant or a toddler. It was bang, bang, bang. Just... You, 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 you would think that these things suddenly started happening that hadn't been happening before. Because right. you, what was it? A month before that, that we had another headline of similar nature. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that what's really seen an uptick is that two things are happening. One is that police agencies are getting more savvy and more smart about posting these types of stories to their own Facebook pages. Um, telling the stories of heroism that are have in traditional past gone completely untold. You know, you'd talk to the individual officer and they'd say, I'm just doing my job. I don't, right. want, I don't want any kind of credit for it. I don't, don't give me any award, plaque, or nothing else. I'm just right. doing what I'm doing. And the department would follow suit and not talk about it. <laughs> not talk about it publicly, not talk about it to the other officers, not talk about it at all. It would go unnoticed uh, and unheralded. So agencies, I think, are beginning to get a little smarter about the fact that they have control over their own Facebook page, at least on the outbound, and they have the ability to post these things, telling these wonderful stories of daring do. Guy goes into a, a burning building, drags a, a toddler out from the, by this shirt. Person goes on a call, you know, like drowning babies, all these great things that they happen every day. The uptick is that the news media, the local news media, not the national mainstream media, um, they've, be, they've begun to figure out that by taking what the agency's written on Facebook, rewriting it and putting it on their own website, they get a lot of clicks for that. Right. And that's good for advertisers and that's good for, then for the news station. So those are the two things that I think have, have begun to happen. Tell me you know, what your thoughts are on every day, day in, day out, across this country, Heroic acts. It, it happens every day, just as you say. Heroic incidents on and off duty, I've got to add. Mm -hmm. um, the off duty incidents are much, much more likely to go unreported, where you're saving a choking child, you know, you're off duty shopping, you're at a swimming pool, you're at a uh, sporting event, you're coaching Little League, somebody's choking in the stands, and you get up there and wrap them in the back and provide CPR or you're in a shopping mall and you hook somebody up with the AED and and you walk away mm -hmm. and nobody's the wiser who was that masked man right um, car accidents probably most likely for uh, law enforcement officers to be involved in a life-saving uh, act mm -hmm. uh, pulling extricating someone from a car uh, applying pressure to a wound um, Again, with the AED, again, with the CPR, uh, doing the, the basic life-saving support until the ambulance gets there. Yeah. 
And then frequently, if it's a if it's a medical emergency and not a crime or not a vehicle related accident, off they go. And oftentimes they never meet the officer who provided the, the life saving skills. Uh, floods um, right now, Houston and the South, horrific floods, hurricanes. Uh, you see cops in boats uh, on rooftops saving people left and right, uh, seizures, medical emergencies. Um, you know, when you started talking about the, the topic, I recalled immediately that uh, about every six months we would have an award ceremony at the San Francisco Police Department, oftentimes to reward officers with heroic acts mm -hmm. uh, from a gold medal of valor to silver medal to bronze medal to a commission commendation um, or to a purple heart where you received an injury in the course of um, your, your duty. Um, and oftentimes, San Francisco being a major media outlet, you might get one or two uh, people from the press show up at the annual awards. And these are shootouts, life-saving, talking people off buildings, mm -hmm. rushing into fires. And, um, you know, I guess it's just not sexy enough. It's after the fact. Um, oftentimes you don't have the victim there to explain their side of the story, mm -hmm. unless you catch it in the act or you see the officer, you know, coming out of a building with flames and smoke all around. It's really not sexy enough to, to make it to the news. So, but I think you're right. I think social media, the, you know, the ubiquitousness of cameras and cell phones and people trying to catch live events rather than help, <laughs> right. right? I mean, somebody gets hit by a car and they're rolling around in the street and other cars are hitting them and somebody's taking a, you know, a video, video of it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, I, think it's, I think it's incumbent on supervisors to make note of those heroic acts, call their public, public information officer, their PIO, and get that packaged into a media snippet. Yeah. I mean... Law enforcement can really use some good press now, and I, I think it's it's on the departments to publicize those those heroic acts and those good deeds. Yeah, and and beyond life saving, you know, there is uh, so many wonderful acts of kindness. There was a story about a female police officer. I can't remember where um, she observed that a, an elderly man had his his home was you know like a foot of grass growing. So she went around back. He was invalid. He couldn't mow his own lawn. She went around back, back grabbed the lawnmower, mowed the guy's lawn, went 10-7 for a little while. I'm going to mow a lawn. And, yeah. and then went back yeah. on duty. Yeah. And, you know, that made it onto social media. It was on their, the agency's website uh, or the, the agency's uh, Facebook page. And that then made it into the mainstream press in right. the local area. Right. Um, there, there are countless, literally countless daily occurrences of heroism kindness you know just going above and beyond and yeah. doing doing the extra right um of of making sure when they're you know you go to a domestic and you, there's a children you know there, making sure the children have an understanding of what's going on right you know that's not requirement of the job but it's just something that cops do every day right no i mean you know we started talking about life-saving uh incidents but the things you're talking about now happen on a daily basis, um, 
victims of crime, witnesses. Uh, you're you're at a scene, a critical incident that's taken hours to unfold. Uh, I know cops will even buy suspects a meal, uh, stop by a, a you know an In and Out or something, buy them a burger or a Coke or, or something to drink. Uh, that that happens often, and and I wish our listeners would tag on to this podcast and tell us about the times that they gave out, that they they bought a meal or a drink for a victim or even a suspect mm-hmm. and, and why. And and I would bet nobody ever knew about it except yeah. you and the suspect or you and the victim. And that's the case. I mean, most of the time. But I think, again, I, I, I believe that there's a bit of a sea change in that these things are becoming a little bit more visible. Yeah. I think agencies have figured out that you know, given all of the anti-police rhetoric and all of the anti-police sentiments out there, um, that they can at least to a certain extent control the narrative mm-hmm. and maybe turn the tide and make people aware of all of the really, really good things that happen and shine a light on the fact that every so every so often something bad happens. Force doesn't look pretty. Yeah. And it's it. But it's sometimes very necessary to achieve compliance. Right. That happens. It's an undeniable fact. But all of these other things also happen. And police are beginning to get wise to the fact that, you know, we, we shouldn't be keeping this stuff a secret. Balance <laughs> the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you talk about buying a suspect, uh, you know, something. A suspect went into a store, um, was attempting to steal shoes. Um, the police were called. They found out the, the guy was trying to get a job interview and he needed new shoes. Yeah. And so the cops that went there bought him the darn shoes. Yeah. There was the cop who gave, uh, you know, the cop who teaches a kid how to tie a necktie for a job or interview. Right, right. Uh, all of these truly wonderful, magnanimous um, acts that, again, because of social media and because of a kind of a change in mentality, we begin to get more visibility into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's great. Um, to Jim's point, send us your stories, policing matters at policeone.com. Send us what you've done or seen. Um, that that merits mention in this space. Um, thanks again for listening.